Okay. Welcome to officially podcast number three. Podcast number three. We're recording before podcast number two even airs. And the podcast you would have listened to right before this one would have been with Gabriel Owl. That's a great name, by the way. It is a great name. It's a great twist that he did on Gabriel. Do you have any he, nicknames, by the way? Do you have any like... Any what? Any nicknames? Do I? Yeah. In the, in the army, they used to call me Goose. Really? Goose. Like off of Top Gun, Goose and Maverick. Because my last name's Gustafson, and it's just, it's spelled weird, and so people like, they go Gustafson, Gustafson, Goose, Goose, and it just ends up Goose. I've been called Gus. My mom used to call me Bry. Bry and Goose, man. I mean. Really didn't like Bry. As as nicknames go. I mean, it's not, it's not horrible. What about you? You got any nicknames? Not really. I mean, I wish I could give myself some nicknames. I try to give myself a nickname. Um. I tried to go by Joey one time. Mm. T- terrible. You don't you don't come off as a Joey to me. I could I had no idea that it would feel so diminutive. I'm sorry to any Joeys out there. You're not small. You're great. You're strong. I felt weird. <laughs> it's a baby kangaroo, right? I felt di- is it? Joey? Yeah, a oh. Joey. Well, it's a it's an Australian something. I think it's a baby kangaroo. <laughs> That's what it felt like people were calling me. Yeah. I Baby kangaroo just <laughs> hopping around in your mom's pouch. You wouldn't be hopping at that point. I'd be being hopped. Yeah, you would be being hopped, <laughs> being be, hopped around. I'd be the hoppy. So for those of you that are new to the podcast, if this is your first one listening, my name is Brian Gustafson. This is Joe Ryan that you're hearing from as well. Hi, I'm Joe Ryan. This is Brian Gustafson. <laughs> and you already know now that... We can sometimes get a little distracted as we're as we're going along, but that's what today's going to be. We had a guest that was scheduled. We won't mention his name, but a good friend of ours, and he just wasn't ready to podcast yet. We're going to work on getting him on, but um, he canceled, and we're okay with that. Yeah, because this is the Get After It podcast. So we're getting after it today, episode three. And so. with with the way the schedule's working out, we're actually doing we're going to record another podcast literally tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. Greg Meisner. Greg Meisner. That's who we're recording. We're going to go, we're going to drive out to Fairfield together, which is for those not familiar with Montana, about 45 minutes to an hour from Great Falls. Great Falls is where we're at, but about 45 minutes. And he's got a archery shop that he started up within the last year and has kind of taken off, but he's also a, a coach out there and has, has done some nationally ranked things when it comes to <coughs> archery and competition <laughs> so echoey i'm sorry it, it, okay so i'm i'm half tempted to say that we should stop recording and try to find a place less echoey was that crazy loud or is that just me no it's i this is the most echoey place that we've recorded in i mean we sound so epic though when we that's a <laughs> that's a natural reverb folks yeah that's all that's all well, we can we can talk about that real real quickly. Is we're in my my new to me new to me garage. It was built in 1960, 1961. and actually this garage might have been a little later. I think it was an addition onto the house after the house was built. The house was built in nineteen sixty sixty one, and I know that because the neighbor that you can see right right through there, that house right there, Joe, she met me yesterday, and I think her name was Madeline. It started with an M, and she's lived in that house right there since 1960. 
So she said this house was being built when she moved in. So there you go. A little bit about that. So we're in this empty garage right now. And if you look at the podcast art, you'll see you know, Joe and I in the empty garage in here. But it's, it's definitely echoey. I thought it would eat up a little bit more sound. I don't mind it. I mean, well, what's going to happen? I mean, what, people are like, oh, I can't listen to that. That sounds terrible. Or maybe they will. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not listening to this. If they're still listening right now, I don't think they're going to turn it off for the sound. That's fine. Yeah. It's just, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, like, let's not be perfectionists. Okay. We don't have no guests. We're just going to gab a little bit. Do the thing that we said we're going to do. Put one in the books. Mm-hmm. Talk about the next one. I mean, a little bit, because I, I do have some questions about this guy. Okay. Because I, on one hand, I do appreciate being the, whatever, you know, the guy who has no idea. And I'm just going to ask the new guy questions, which mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm fine being that guy. But on the other hand, what if I asked the perfect question? And this guy was like, whoa, and this guy's been doing his homework. <laughs> Right? Right. And right. so I have some questions. So um, so we can talk a little bit about Greg and get everybody pumped up about that uh, for the next podcast, which you'll have to wait a week. Even though we're recording it tomorrow, you're going to have to wait a week because every Tuesday is when you find Get After It. And we're doing that because Joe is going out of town next weekend. He's not going to be available. Viva Las Vegas. So where are you going, Joe? I'm going to <laughs> Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Las Vegas with the kids. It's going to be our first air air flight with all four kids. The step two step kids, two. I mean, they're all kids. they're all my kids. Okay, four kids. All four kids. <laughs> all four kids and my wife, mm-hmm. and we're all getting on a plane together. This has never happened. We're all going to Las Vegas. We're going to spend a couple days, and um, my dad lives down there, so we're going to visit with him a little bit. It's going to be great. But that means you know, I can't be here. You know, for the podcast, so right. right. Well, that's why we're we're just you know getting, getting a couple of them. To, we're getting after it and getting a couple of them done. <laughs> yeah, we're also hashtag getting after it. You know, yep. that's what we're doing. I saw a picture of your dad on Facebook today. I mean, right? I used to look like that when I had my longer hair and had a longer beard. You know, yeah. And when I saw, I had never seen that picture before, and I was like. <laughs> dad because he looks so um very conservative now i mean very like clean shaven super short haircut like if (laughs) i remember one time he visited me on a marine corps base Mm -hmm. and people were saluting him because they thought he was an officer (laughs) because of his conservative like i would never have guessed that because this is my only picture i have to judge of your dad and i would not have said that's a conservative man i got another one for you hold on just, okay. while, just while we're talking, you and me. Okay. I mean, we might have to we have, might have to describe the picture for the listeners once we once it. we get it up here. But Joe's pulling up another picture of his dad. They'll love it. Maybe we'll upload it. And the reason that a picture of his dad was on Facebook today is because we're recording on Father's Day right oh, now. That's right. You know, we took a day that was meant for us, and we're like, we're getting some work done. Get out of here. Just like our dads would do. Oh, check it out. Now that's the more conservative version of dad. It's still an older, older picture. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now this, this guy, I would say, cause so we're looking at a picture of a guy with a biker's 
uh, like a, a mountain biker's helmet on with a mountain bike. Yeah. And uh, he's looking pretty, pretty fit as well. Mm-hmm. But this is, this has got to be circa 80s, I'm thinking. Yeah, it could be 80s. Yeah, 90s, 80s, I'm not sure. Somewhere in there. Yeah. This guy, I could mistake him for a conservative for sure. That guy. For sure. But the other picture, definitely not. Wild man. Look at that dude. Ooh, I just hit the mic. Just punched it. Yeah, and that's the one I saw on Facebook right there. This guy <laughs> this guy tells me that he just got done. He, he, his Volkswagen bus mm-hmm. is broken down on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and he's been hitchhiking for several miles now. Yeah. And as you let him out of the vehicle, you're just like, hey, turn around. I want to get a picture of this hitchhiker. <laughs> that's, that's the picture I'm seeing here yep. with the backpack. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I don't know. I'm going to have to ask him, actually. I'm going to uh, call him pretty soon and be like, was this before or after Vietnam? You know what I mean? Were you oh, right. Were you the hippie guy before the war? Or did you come back and grow your hair long and be like, you know, what was it like? You know, because that would be an interesting story. Because those pictures are strikingly different. You know, he went from like long-haired hippie mountain man to triathlete-looking uh, Lance Armstrong fellow. Right. Very, very Lance Armstrong-esque. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's like one of his heroes back then. Yeah. I watched almost every Tour de France. Oh, wow. From uh, from 2000, and I don't know, I can't remember the years, but yeah, that's one of his things. He loves it. So, Dad's, Dad's Day. Happy, yeah. happy Father's Day out there, Dad's. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're like, no one, no one said Happy Father's Day to me, I'm saying it. Happy Father's it's, Day. It's going to be a couple weeks late, but happy Father's Day. Belatedly. Belatedly. You deserve it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Your kids didn't call you or whatever. That's fine. Forgive them. A little, a little compassion. You know what it is. <laughs> right. And and so what did you do on this fine Father's Day to celebrate? Um, I had a show. I did a little show at the uh, Black Eagle Country Club from 10 to 1. It was awesome. Played some music. And then... Uh, Went home, the kids were like, happy Father's Day and everything. And they baked me some delicious um, chocolate cookies. And I was like, okay, you pass. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it was awesome. And um, then, yeah, I was just uh, hanging out. Oh, and I got myself some sushi, which is just, uh, that's my gluttonous thing that I would do for myself. I just go straight to whichever one. You know, whichever one in town. So either Kobe or Hokkaido. Yeah, everyone. And I'll go there and be like, give me some sashimi, uh, five pieces of that, five pieces of this other thing, and then the five pieces of maybe a thing if I'm super hungry. Yeah. But 10 pieces is usually, I mean, it's pretty pricey. So, I mean. Yeah. And I, so I like to say that I like sushi mm. because it's like the cool thing, right? To say that you like, not, it's not necessarily like, it's hip. But it, yeah, it's hip. But honestly, I do. I do. I'm not saying that I don't. I do like I'm yeah, kick sashimi you right, or I'm anything kick else. kick you right out of the hip club. But, <laughs> but more, more so, I like the sushi that like everyone kind of has to like. And mm. um, so they, uh, what, what is the word for fried? Tempura. Tempura. <laughs> right. <laughs> like if it has tempura in the little descriptor, I know that's the one I want. Because mm. like. Yep. And it's not because I don't like the raw food. Like, I'll, I will eat it. But when it's been fried, like, count me in. 
just like at the state yeah. fair or anything else, you know. Oh, oh is the Snickers? Uh, I can pass. No, Fried thanks. Snickers? Oh. Count please. me in. Yes, please. Count me in. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I do do sushi a lot, but I think by saying that people misunderstand, I eat fried fried <laughs> fish with rice and stuff a lot. Yeah, I go to a sushi restaurant and eat cooked, totally cooked fish. With with the yum-yum sauce <laughs> yeah. and, you know, all of the delicious sauces and, and things like that. Yeah, that's what I do with, with sushi. And then over at Hokkaido, actually... Uh, I had a, a pastor, I was meeting him there for lunch, and he said, you have to get the chicken karagi. And it's spelled like K-A-R-A-A-G-E, karagi. Okay. And I was like, okay. And so we got it as like an appetizer. It's also fried. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's basically Japanese chicken strips with amazing dip. Okay. And so for all of you listeners out here, go to Hokkaido, try the chicken karagi, I'm not saying it's good anywhere else, but at least there, it's really good. It's okay. really good. Yeah, man. I was actually, speaking of food, I went to um, Fort Benton yesterday and did, mm -hmm. a, and did a show. It was cool. It was like, I, I don't want to get like really into it, but it was like the, one of the first like original shows for like two hours that I've done ever, you know? So it was like kind of like... I was nervous, you know. An original show means that you're not you're not doing any cover music, right? Is that is that what it means? Yeah, you know, usually I do just cover music um, for most of my shows, but this one they they could only um, allow original music, which is really cool. Um, and so I was like, yeah, cool. So I had a partner with me, and we went to Fort Benton. And the cool thing was is he'd never been to Fort Benton f before. So I was like, oh, let me show you around. You know, we can see some cool things, and. Um, there's so many things that I didn't know were in Fort Benton, you know, since the last time I've even been, like, I was also kind of a tourist. I was like, man, I didn't know they had a brewery here. Did you know they had a brewery? I didn't know they had a brewery. So, no. So anyways, we, we go to Wake Up Coffee House, and I just want to give them a little shout out here because, and I want to get whoever is associated owning and managing that place on this podcast is some sometime please and and while joe's looking up this information uh fort benton is north of great falls and it's along the missouri river and it's it's one of those like i don't know i don't know how to describe it but it's a, it's 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 not a, a typical small town montana it's man i don't know how you would describe it, it whatever a level up from that would be right like there's there's lots of history there as well. Some of the small towns in Montana, there's there's not a ton of history. There's kind of these little uh, railroad towns or things like that. But uh, where I'm from before, well, in between my stays here in Great Falls, I was in Glasgow. And that, I felt, was like a really cool one, too, that had a ton of history. And Fort Benton's one of them as well. There's a lot of history with Lewis and Clark um, mm -hmm. there at Fort Benton. And a lot of old buildings. And then, yeah, when, when you're from Fort Benton, like... Like you own that. You, you, oh yeah, you're you're proud of it. Oh for sure. Like I, they were one of our rivals when I was in high school. So like they were like a B or C school. I can't remember exactly. And when I was at Sims, like they were one of our. We oh we hated them. Um, but 
you know, they're great people. Yeah. But yeah. And so, um, you, but yeah, I think I can't remember, don't quote me on this. I really should be looking this up, but, um, I think that they were like the first either city or the first capital in Montana. Like this is where it stopped. Like this is as far as the, the, the ships, the, the boats would come up mm-hmm. and then they would stop in Fort Benton. There was no, they couldn't get any, north. they couldn't get any further. Right. And so that's why it became like the first either, city or maybe the first capital you know don't quote me on that i'm sorry <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try to give you a little bit there and just say that, that you know trading post mm-hmm. for sure of there some you point you know one of mm-hmm. one of the first key trading posts in montana for sure and so um i played a show at wake up wake <laughs> so it's wake cup oh, <laughs> so oh. It's, not, it's not wake up my friend it is wake cup <laughs> coffee wake cup wake cup uh, coffee house and restaurant and even like bakery and even like bar and even food maker for you that will be like burgers and like uh, like bar food or deli food mm, both they have like fresh scoopied ice cream mm. of that nature maybe like eight little varieties of those on one side with like a feels very much a coffee house espresso place like and on the other side kind of feels more like a bar almost reminds me of the club cigar you know how you can be on one side of the bar kind of has one feel you're on the other side of the bar there's the pool tables and whatever's going on over there i can i can understand that but no i haven't been in club cigar so <laughs> okay we gotta go to the club cigar. i'm sorry i'm, like, I'm sorry listen i mean yeah <laughs> next thing on the list I'm okay okay so wake up coffee house um, and they do live music so any music that's going to happen there is going to be um, original um so yeah check them out anyway and this is where you played yesterday yesterday yeah yesterday. so yesterday i did a show at wake cup coffee house and restaurant in fort benton and it was awesome with my friend vic hicks and you a, mentioned you mentioned a podcast or two ago that you you had been kind of busy with music stuff this is one of the things then right it's getting your original music ready yeah, because I have, it's been scattered because I'm such a busy cover artist, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it just takes a lot of energy. And so when I'm done and or between shows, I'm all lazy. I'm just spending time with my family and trying to book another show or whatever. And it's like not in my wheelhouse to be writing music and trying to get my original stuff like organized into a product that I can then, you know, sell to a a venue or whatever and so um when when wake up coffee house um through the lucky valentines thank you lucky valentines by the way a little shout out there um who are a local um original duo mm-hmm. um they got a hold of me and said hey do you have enough original music to to fill up two hours because that's what we're booking out here and i said yeah i can do it <laughs> you know and i that's why i had to have a partner because i had about one hour <laughs> <laughs> And so um, I got a hold of him, and he's like, man, he has like six hours of original music. This guy has been doing it a long time. And Vic Picks, if uh, you should check him out on uh, just, you can just Google his name. So Vic Picks, um, P-I-C-K-S, um, uh, and find him on Facebook. Um, so we, he, we just, I, I listened to a bunch of his songs, um, and I said, Hey, let's, let's pick these 10 ish or nine ish or whatever. And here's my 10 ish or nine ish or whatever we did. 
And uh, we kind of put two hours together. And so that was the thing I was trying to all pull together, you know, all these different songs I'd written over the years, whether it be a Christmas song over here or a song I wrote for a contest over here. I was really just trying to, I've really been wanting to grow into an original musician, you know, like, yeah, maybe I have a, um, a CD or here that I've recorded, but I don't really play those songs. You know, I'm not really pushing that. That's not really where... I'm making all my money, you know. That's not my bread and butter, as they say. And so I've been kind of um, nailing down the cover stuff so well that I'm like, well, it's time to, I, I kind of have been wanting to go original. And so that's, yeah, that's been the project. So we went to um, Fort Benton and with my friend Vic, and we went there, and um, there was this party going on, so we had to take a little walk. And on our walk, we ran into a guy. Um, his name was Keith, and he runs the pilgrimage tattoo place um, in Fort Benton on 1402 Front Street. I don't know if you can see that card. How good is that? How good is that camera? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if they're going to be able to see it or not. That's all right. Um, super nice guy. And like I, we were just kind of walking around looking for tacos because Vic had a, had a hankering for tacos. So we're like, wow, we're in Fort Benton. So let's just take a walk. We'll see what we can find. And uh, this really nice guy, um, Keith, was like, hey, man, check it out. Um, he was like, what are you doing? And, like, invited us in, showed us his, his tattoo shop. And him and Vic started talking. I was just, like, looking around. And he's a super, um, super cool guy. There's uh, his, he, I think he designed that um, in an homage to some other super well-known artist, maybe Crowley. Dang it. I'm just not one of these super well knowledgeable um, people with art um but vic knew exactly who that that guy was with the, he, i think he called him like mr natural or something and they all like oh you know this guy and so they started to you know carry on about artist stuff you know right and um that was cool and so he was like hey here's this token um uh, we got this brewery in town so if you take these tokens over to the brewery they'll give you a free drink and you know me and vic had like three or four i mean it was like three hours before the show so we're like yeah, sounds great man maybe we'll go talk to him and get a show there too so we go over and we find golden triangle brewery in fort benton let's see yeah just right there on front street can't miss them uh, it's at 1220 Front Street on uh, in Fort Benton. I had one of their, um, it was like a jalapeno Hefeweizen. Delicious. And Vic had one of their um, stouts. Totally delicious. Super nice people. And we did book a show. Um, I think it was for September 10th. Well, and that's a fancy business card. Have you seen this? Let me just show it to you. And so, I mean, what the heck? I, I mean, she gave me her business card. Her name is uh, Stacia. Uh-oh. The last name is Fuzesi. Dang it. Mm. Dang it. Why can't it be? <laughs> Why can't it be Smith? Why couldn't it have been Smith? Why can't? Because the other one is Brandon Roberts. Why can't it be like that? Right. Dang it. I'm, star I'm sorry, Stacia. Stacia? Here you go. You try. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to try. Try I know, it. I know Come on. Stacia Fuzesi. 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 That's my guess right there. So, but this is like one of those thick business cards that oh, yeah. with the rounded edges. Uh, gloss on one side, matte on the other. Like this is. It looks like a real twenty-four karat gold shining. Yeah, the, yeah. This is this is snazzy. It's nice, but I had no idea that there was a brewery in Fort Benton. Now so they didn't. Yeah, they cool. They didn't say when, but I, I know they're pretty new. So yeah. I ran into those guys, booked a show, super nice. Um, 
Then we went to go play the show and oh my gosh, talking about getting after things, but also failing sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> and having to overcome. So I was so kind of free, you know, I was nervous about this um, original show and I had everything like I had my PA system and then I had a backup PA system, you know, the backup to the backup even. And we get out there and we start loading in everything and I'm like, hmm, something doesn't feel right. <laughs> and I notice I forgot my guitar. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. It's like flying to Africa on a hunt and forgetting your weapon. You know what I mean? Somehow. And you're like, uh oh. I, <laughs> I guess I'm going to try to throw some rocks at that rhino or whatever you're trying to hunt. <laughs> I'm not sure if people can even hunt rhinos. I'm sorry. Was that weird? <laughs> no, the, no. You, the only rhinos you can hunt are the ones that are super, super, super old. Oh, and God. they hunt them because the old rhinos keep the younger rhinos from breeding. And so mm. by getting rid of the old rhinos, they can allow the younger rhinos to breed. Okay, cool. So it wasn't that. So uh, No, it wasn't out of bounds. Totally you, out of bounds. If you forgot your weapon to go hunt a rhino, you could. <laughs> that That's not a... A false story. Okay. That's something that could happen. So but you you drove an hour out of town. Well, it's forty minutes. It's forty minutes to Fort Benton. Fifty one minutes okay. with construction. <laughs> okay, because because I was like, whoopsie daisy. You know, you can't do a show, and I don't know what it is. Like, it was a busy week. Like, I only had two days off doing music shows this week, so it's been busy. And it's never happened before. But man, when it happened, I was like, whoa, holy moly. And uh, I wasn't worried for some reason. Like, I looked at my phone, and I was like, uh-oh, you know, the show's in, like, an hour. But there's got to be a guitar in this town, you know? <laughs> did you find a, Did you find a guitar in Fort Benton? Oh, no. Um, well, I mean, uh, the Lucky Valentines were, like, uh, Sean and uh, Jamie were, like, um, they were, like, you know, we can bring a guitar. No worries. And I was like... Don't worry. But I called my wife, and she actually drove a guitar all the way out to me and uh, saved the day. I mean, all I had to do was play. Whoops. All I had to do was play um, that thing. That that was me playing right there. Sorry about that. All I had to do was open for myself, basically. So I took um, Vic's guitar that he brought because he's a super professional he's, he's a professional musician doesn't that remembers his music would never forget yeah. his guitar because he's a guitar yeah. player you know that's, yeah. what, that's what it's about <laughs> um he lets me borrow it and so i'm singing uh <laughs> i'm singing some songs opening for ourselves and it goes okay i mean i definitely mess up even my own song that i wrote which was so that was great. You know, like, I, not only did I forget my guitar, but, like, she's they, they start filming me, right? And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> and as they're filming me, I realize that I think I'm playing one song when I've brought up the music for another song. So, like, I'm, I'm just singing, the, I'm, like, singing the words to something, and it's not making sense, and I'm like, oh, it's a train wreck, this is terrible and for like i mean this never happens to me but i just stopped i was like um i'm just gonna start over you guys guys. that's kind of the cool thing about original shows you know you're like hey that's i i don't even have to tell you this you would never know yeah you'd never know that you were doing something wrong because they haven't heard the music before and that's what i was i was gonna interrupt you earlier and just say like it's so much easier for people to I, i would feel to make money 
doing cover music because it's songs people know. Yeah, and I can just get close enough and get the words kind of right, you know. And and people can sing along, and they'll find one or two out of the, you know, ten you play that they're like, oh, those, those were great songs because yeah. that's why they're popular, right? Mm-hmm. It, but then when it's your own songs, it's so hard because it's everybody's first time hearing it. Yeah. And it's really difficult because your first time hearing a song, most of the time you don't know if you like it or not. Yeah. Also, also true. So yeah, that would that would be that would definitely be difficult to put yourself out out there like that, and then also to be playing it wrong while forgetting your guitar. Oh god, it was like the worst. <laughs> it was like we were there so early too. You know, we were there like four hours early. Like I could have driven back and retrieved my own guitar had I twice had the presence of mind to just even check. You right. Know? Right. <laughs> and after all your adventures all over town. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, um, anyways, I'm playing the show. And after that little hiccup, I feel like it's going pretty good. You know, I'm like having some fun, and Vic's an excellent player, and, you know, everything was coming together, and it sounded okay. Um, the crowd was super nice. You know, they were all attentive, and I, it was it's really cool to play an, uh, an original show, and people are there to see original music because you can kind of like talk to them, they, they want interaction. You know, and so it was really neat to just tell, hey, this song is, I was trying to do this with this song and tell them a little story about it. And then they can even, I can hear them when they say, (laughs) when they react to that and we can have a little conversation. Um, And so then I saw this guy, this gentleman, Dave, uh, at Dave's, gosh, Dave's Detail, Dave's Detail and Metal Polishing, DDM. Um. This guy, oh yeah, I was going to tell you. So the relationship that I wanted to um, let you know that we kind of have in common with this guy. So he came in and he was like, he had talked to me about, hey, maybe you can do a little bit of music for his upcoming um, Treasure State truck show where um, it's going to be in Fort Benton. Semi-trucks are welcome. All makes, all models, all running condition of just trucks. Just, Just bring your truck. You know, and and like the official form of truck, meaning semi, right? Oh, you know, I didn't ask him that, but that's what's on the poster. That's what's on the poster, so that's what I I took it as. Is I think you know the official term because it's not a yeah, pickup. He's not yeah, looking for pickups. There's pickup, okay. and if you're talking to any farmers or ranchers or anything like that, you know. So I'm thinking it's a it's a semi truck show, but. They're just calling it a truck show. So, so possibly you could bring your other truck out there. It seems like they're pretty open to things, judging by that flyer. Well, I don't have a truck, but I might bring my van to, <laughs> to look at the trucks. <laughs> right. Look at the trucks. And so what do we have in common with this guy? He used to work at Lithia. Oh, my goodness. So he used to be a mechanic working under um, the people that he would work under. In that, if you remember those two people, right? You know, and right. um, he did not get along with those two people very well. Yeah, and um, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry if I'm misquoting this, but this is what I remember. <laughs> I don't think that he had a good time there, uh, <laughs> or maybe he did and he loves them. And I'm just, you know, I'm I'm, I'm spreading a bad rumor, but I, my memory is is like he was like, you know, this isn't my favorite place to work. Um, because of a couple of different factors. Mm-hmm. And um, he decided to himself, I- I'm going to do this detailing business. 
and maybe I, you know, I'm not sure if exactly he wanted to focus on the semi trucks. Um, but he, he was like, I'm doing this detail business and I'm going to not be a mechanic or do or work for other people. Right. And so he decided I'm going to get after it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like, I can't remember how many years ago it was, but it was, I want to say more than five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now, I mean, he's a successful guy. This guy has been, I mean, working hard. I, I would see him in the uh, the different networking things around town. He's like a, really taking himself seriously. You know, he, he's, uh, I don't know. He just, he, he, I feel like he's been carrying himself like a real professional business owner. And it's been really cool to now see him, because uh, he's going to be the um, organizer of this whole event. Right, you know, and as if you've put together, I mean, I think you've put together an event or two. It's not the easiest thing in the world, you know. Right. So to go from mechanic at Lithia to going, you know what? I'm going to polish trucks because truckers like their trucks shiny. They do, and I know that, and I'm going to just do it for them in, in a real cool way that they're going to like, and they're going to come back to me for. And he's been doing it ever since. I have I have a friend that's a farmer up in northeastern montana that polishes uh truck semi truck tires mm-hmm. he's a he's a full-time farmer has thousands of acres that he he manages you know in his uh his family's land but whenever it's not like farming time he's got to have something to do you know when it's not oh. like planting growing harvesting you know there, there's lots of steps into that and i would think me me as a farmer those would be my days that like I just not I, I'm not good at doing nothing but yeah I'm gonna go fishing I'm gonna go do something he's like no I'm gonna polish you know semi truck tires and he, he does a really good job and so I know that it is actually a, a business that that can be lucrative because there's not a ton of people that, that do it mm-hmm. and he's just a farmer out in the middle of nowhere that um, people semis drive their <laughs> wheels out to him you know so yeah, for sure. So this sounds like a really interesting day that you had out of Fort Benton. Um, I, oh, I just moved the chair. You can you could have heard that really loud. I actually thought about switching this chair out. We might we might do that here in just a minute. But um, I hope for everybody listening, you you kind of see the connection here of you know Joe out in Fort Benton, getting after it, right? Getting his uh, original music out there, uh, taking a chance, partnering up with somebody. And then in the in the four hours leading up to that, all these these connections that you find in these uh, well, it, it can be anywhere, but this just happens to be in a small town, small town Montana, uh, where everybody out there is also you know trying to get after it, and it's just it's just really cool when you run into like minded people, and this this seems like several new businesses kind of popping up that this isn't an easy time to start businesses either. That is a good point, and that brings me back to the Wake Cup Coffee House. Because um, basically, and, and somebody said this to me just today, I was kind of talking about my day out in Fort Benton, and um, he was like, you know what? You know why they've got all those cool businesses out there and everything's popping up? Because it wasn't just the the tattoo place. It wasn't just the, the brewery. There was also a music store, this tiny little music store. I mean, it wasn't open, but I mean, it was still there. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a music store? Like, this is crazy. And so what this guy said, um, he was like, you know why that is? Is this wake up coffee place. You know, they've been advocating this um, this small, what do you call it? Um, locally owned stuff. 
you know so when i went into fort benton i'm showing my friend vic around he kind of noticed um you know there's no there's no mcdonald's here there's no fast food chain there's no there's no chains this is all local like every plate there's this ice cream place you know there's the wake up coffee place that has burgers there's a couple few maybe more than a few bars there you know and they're all, they're all locally owned all of them right and so and and um proudly so you know it's a quaint town you know super quaint you know they love their history they've got a cool bridge that leads to nowhere but it's beautiful <laughs> you yeah. know i've taken many a picture on that thing and um yeah and so that's why i kind of want to get them on the podcast because it's like they seem like they are what do you call those people you know the people that go someplace and they're like well we're just gonna build it and they will come you know whatever the, those people getting after it you know the people planting the seeds game changers and, you yeah, know it's and, it's like they're hoeing they're tilling the earth and they're waiting for people to come plant the seeds because they're showing them hey look who we grew you know they're like they're they have a great online uh, marketing thing going on people know they're out there they're doing the locally sourced you know trying to you know um you know have it be a little bit above your normal food fair that you would find in uh in little little small town montana not i'm saying that it's all bad out there i'm just saying <laughs> they're they're trying to do it a little bit better you know to like entice people to come from the bigger cities to come to this little small town and be like hey what's going on here i've heard good things you got live music you got really good food it's beautiful you know uh, next weekend you got fort benton days are coming up the summer celebration so that place is going to be packed so i mean i don't know if they'll be in time to you won't be hearing this maybe you'll hear in this after the fact but you should have gone to the, <laughs> the fort benton days man it's really cool <laughs> Well, and that, that reminds me of a place that, uh, you know, where Loma is. If you keep going past Fort Benton, you get to Loma, and there's there's yeah. one place in Loma. There's yeah. a couple buildings, but there's really just one place. You can stop at Ma's, so, so. Loma Cafe, or across the street at Paws, at like gas station, right? Yeah. But Ma's, if you've never been in there, um, it doesn't... It actually probably looks a lot like my garage here. You know, like, hasn't been updated or whatever. It's 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 still kind of stuck in the... 60s 70s but the food there she's uh, authentic mexican um he he married he used to be a guide down in mexico and, and married a lady from mexico and brought her back up to loma montana which loma there's i don't know how to describe how how nothing is there <laughs> but there's there's just nothing there but it is in this little tucked in beautiful place in montana where the marias river meets the missouri river and i think he thought he was going to do some guiding mm -hmm. and so he's going to start a restaurant and then guide some people for hunting and fishing and things like that and it just kind of turned into this restaurant that I know people from Great Falls that'll drive the little over an hour just to go eat dinner there. Uh, I think Thursday nights is tamales, and it's it's authentic Mexican tamales, which you can't get. You know, if you're from Texas, California, anything like that, like you can get authentic tamales whenever you want. Easy. In Montana, you can not. You can't find them. No, not in this um, town. Not in Great Falls. Right, and so. And so, yeah, people will drive all the way out there to get some of the, and, and their pies. Yeah. And so I know that in the small towns of Montana, if you don't want to move out of them, you have to like kick it up a notch and mm -hmm. get people to come to you. And they're not going to move to that town, but they're, they're going to come visit. They're going to see other things. And then the more successful you get, the more success it gives to those other businesses that are around you because they're not just going to come 
and eat at Ma's Loma Cafe, or they're not just going to stay at, um, oh, what is it, my uh, morning cup? What, what is it called? The, the coffee the coffee place you were just playing at? Wake Cup. Wake coffee. Cup. Wake <laughs> Cup. Oh, I couldn't think of that. Wake <laughs> Cup Coffee, right? Uh-huh. They're not just going to stay there. They're going to, just like you did, they're going to travel around and, and visit other places, yeah. and, and it ends up like really, really growing that small town. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing in Glasgow. We had a couple, just uh, the number one rated food uh, pizza in Montana is in Glasgow, Montana. And uh, really? yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is fantastic pizza. And and so with that pizza joint there, people would come into town, and if if you can get them to stop, they'll they'll stop at the loaded toad coffee you know and so there was a brewery and a coffee place and a pizza place and a couple good burger places as well in the middle of nowhere montana and uh it's because just a few people really just uh yeah got after it and and are are kicking it up a notch and so um, that's pretty cool that's pretty cool i'm glad you had a a good time there in in fort benton yeah it was cool i had in mind that um we we were trying to come up with a new segment you know for the show just like hey check this out we haven't named it yet. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, check this thing out. And like so many things happened to me. I was just like, why don't I just be like, hey, check out Fort Benton. Just go there and go to Front Street, I think it is, right by the water, and just kind of walk around and just chat people up and go to the um, the clubhouse and have a fluffy chicken taco. Mm. Oh, it's good. I love fluffy tacos. I mean, it wasn't like authentic mexican you know but like that authentic fluffy taco <laughs> montana version yeah tex-mex almost but the seasoning was right you know right it was, right. It was good yeah, yeah. and the, the portions were huge you give like two huge ones like he's he's showing me the hands it's the I, size I of both of it. my small yeah. hands Just like <laughs> yeah like a size of a, a miniature dachshund a yes. puppy miniature dachshund i always serve two dachshunds yeah of taco <laughs> that's gross yeah i mean yeah so we chicken. yeah we do want to we want to have this new segment and we're gonna we're gonna call like you know uh check it out or check this stuff out or yeah you know whatever and so so just pretend that we played some like segment music leading into what joe just talked about because he really wants you to go check out wake cup coffee mm-hmm. in fort benton and also Golden Triangle Brewery in Fort Benton. So if you're listening here in Great Falls. <laughs> There's the music. Yeah, that's, that's great music. <laughs> and if my sarcasm is not coming through the mic, it's horrible music. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, so check out Golden Triangle Brewery in Fort Benton and check out um, Wake Up Coffee. And mm. then also you should have gone to the truck show. Yeah, and actually, this this might nope, this won't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this this podcast will air by then. Well, it's on the July 9th, 10th, and 11th, and so that's in a, Fort Benton as well. In Fort Benton, yep. If you so, want to go to the truck show, July yep. 9th, 10th, and 11th, and if you buy a ticket for one day, it, it pays for the rest of them. Mm, it that, does. Yeah. That ticket's good for all three days. So uh, yeah, bucks. you can enjoy yourself out there. Fifteen bucks for an adult, ten dollars for a child. Five years and under are free, good for the whole weekend. And if you want to register, it's two three one nine eight one six. Just call Dave. <laughs> I think it's actual. I think it's the Dave from Dave's Detail. Super nice guy. Anyways, 
And none yeah. of none of this is sponsored, by the way. Hashtag yeah. not sponsored. We just yeah. wanted we just wanted to give people some things that we enjoyed over the last since the last podcast that that we found that uh, you could also enjoy as well. And so, unfortunately, yeah. if you're listening outside of Great Falls, Montana, it's going to be kind of difficult for you to enjoy those. But what you can do is you can find a truck show near you, or you can find a local brewery, or you can find uh, a wake cup coffee on mm-hmm. your own and and really just uh help support local business yeah maybe send yeah. us a airplane ticket and we'll go check it out and talk <laughs> yeah if you send two um business class or higher airplane tickets for joe and i will go check those places out as well yeah. we'll put it on the podcast yep we'll put it up there for our for our legion of listeners you know? <laughs> yep. you, that marketing could be yours Yep. <laughs> and so so we we shared on our instagram just uh, a day or two ago a, a map of the united states and we now have we now have chicago mm-hmm. uh even more listeners in dallas we have three different areas in montana mm-hmm. um we have uh wichita kansas and there was oh man there was another spot i just totally forgot uh, Chicago, if I didn't mention that already. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so uh, kind of all over the United States without us even doing any kind of promotion uh, whatsoever. We're just kind of putting this stuff out here. We, we will start promoting this show probably here in about two or three weeks. We just wanted to have for new listeners them uh, a couple shows so you can kind of binge listen and get an idea if this is, give it a fair judgment. We felt if there was only one show and we're brand new at it, you might not like it. Yeah. Well, that's not fair. Like, no. listen to another one. Give us know? a shot. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And we didn't even have an intro song for that first one, you know. So there's a lot that we're, we're going through and we're making changes. And, and so we want to make sure that we're comfortable with kind of the flow of the show before we really start promoting and get it out there. We're still telling people and, and whatever. And we're, we're so thankful. We do have a couple reviews now on apple podcast five star reviews all of you ladies and gentlemen out there giving us those five stars i don't know if you remember joe said get a screenshot of that and he'll send you uh we'll send you Mm -hmm. we him Mm -hmm. one of us one of us is going to send you a sticker yep i don't even know what that sticker is going to be of but it's going to be a sticker that you can put on your your coffee mug or your to-go cup. You know, I carry my water bottle around everywhere I go and they get little stickers on them. We mm-hmm. will send you a sticker for that five-star review. So if you already submitted it, go back, take a screenshot of that mm-hmm. and uh, send it in to us. Yeah, one person already did that. Thank you, that person. I mean, I could just tell, tell everyone who it is. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks, thanks, Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and one of the other reviews, uh, unfortunately, is me. I didn't know if That's I was... Perfect. I felt weird. And so I think I titled it, Is This Even Legal? You get a sticker. Something like that. But I, yeah. I, I wrote a review as well. Whatever. I mean, is it, was it honest? It was an honest review. <sighs> that's, 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 yeah. that's cool, man. Because yeah. I've, I, the, the episode number one, I've actually listened to twice now. I listened to mm-hmm. um, one time just to kind of check for mistakes and different things. And then mm-hmm. the next time it accidentally started playing, like my, you know... Um, player uh the apple podcast player was just like oh this is what you should listen to next and i was like well i already yeah yeah okay i'll listen to it again i actually enjoyed it i tried to listen to it from hey this isn't you talking right and tried to listen to it from that way and i i actually was intrigued as we were talking about the matrix and uh chemex can you believe that i could not remember that it was called a chemex coffee 
Oh, the uh, vessel. The, the pour-over The pour-over vessel It's called a Chemex. <gasps> and I could not even think of it. And it's because I kept calling uh, the guy that invented a scientist. If I would have said a chemist, mm. I'm sure the Chemex would have come to mind. The chemist invented the Chemex. Right, thing. right. And and so so I listened back and I did like it. So I hope you, all you listeners out there, are kind of on that that same tone. You don't have to listen to it a couple times, but I hope you're enjoying what we're what we're putting out. We do have uh, Guatemalan coffee coming. We can officially say that now. I talked with Jesse over there at uh, Albanco, and for my check it out version, I've got a couple things. But one of them is Albanco. Mm-hmm. They, I went in there and I just said, Hey, we got to go with the Guatemalan. And it's not even, I had a really hard time deciding between the Brazil and the Guatemalan coffee, but it's mainly because I've been to Guatemala. Like I have pictures from Guatemala in coffee plantations. And I don't know what plantation you got these beans from, but I've been to two different ones. I'm, it could be one of those. Right. Right. And I'm like, man, what are the chances? And so anyway, it just, I just had to go with the Guatemala because of that. And it, they both taste so good. And my wife just had some more of the, the Brazil one uh, today. But yeah, um, the Guatemala one's going to be good. Perfect. Is it a light roast or a dark roast? We, we haven't roasted yet. And so it just, it just depends on... Oh. He's, so, so this is the exciting news. We're just sourcing the beans at this point? <laughs> right, right. He's literally just buying the beans right now. Okay. And he's going to get them in, and then he's going to do two... We'll get to do a cupping, Joe. You and I get to do a cupping. I'm not doing a cupping with you. No, you're going to do a cupping. You're going to do a cupping. Okay, okay. Because we're going to bring all of our listeners with us. Okay. And they're going to they're gonna do a cupping with us, okay. where we, we are going to figure out what um, roast we like and it'll be you know one will be maybe a lighter roast and a darker roast Mm. and jesse will talk us through like how we roasted and then he'll talk us through the cupping and we'll interview him a little (laughs) bit as well i know cupping does sound a little dirty it is not dirty at all though it's it's clean (laughs) so that that's going to be in an episode coming up you get to learn about uh taste testing coffee i'm gonna stop saying cupping I'm going to stop saying that. That's probably what it is. Yeah. That's probably yeah. what it is. Yeah. So you're, you're going to learn about taste testing <laughs> coffee with, with Jesse Zuedema of, of Albanco. And check it out because while I was in there and I told him, hey, let's go with the Guatemala. And he said, okay, I'll get it on order. This is what we're going to do. And I said, well, I'm going to get you on the podcast, you know, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, but I need, I need a coffee to go. And he said, well, what do you want? And I said, I really don't know. I don't want anything with cream in it right now. I just want, you know, some coffee. It's kind of the, the mood I was in. And he said, well, have you tried a flash brew? And I said, to be honest, I haven't heard of a flash brew. I don't know what that thing is. And so apparently you brew coffee like normally, but you brew it onto like ice. So what apparently that does is locks in the flavor like right away. And so it's kind of like a cold brew or an iced coffee or anything like that. But, the, but instead of like that coffee ever remaining hot for any amount of time, it gets brewed hot. Mm-hmm. But then just goes right to cold, and they call it a flash brew. It's like blanching. And I'm telling you, it was it was good. It was good. I might try a flash brew. Yeah. So you can go to Albanco. You can try a flash brew. Definitely try that out. <clears throat> Sorry. That's all right. Just keep clearing my throat. Yeah, well, I think so. This table. So we're in in this garage. This is a huge table. I'm almost uncomfortably far away from you. 
is how I feel. Because we've been pretty close quarters the last couple of podcasts we've shot. And now I feel like I'm kind of like, I'm far. We're, we're, we're uh, social distanced apart right now. Yeah, this would be good for six months ago. It would have been. This would be great. Um, but yeah, it, it. I mean, when we were talking before, it felt like, you know, we're uh, just driving in a car together. Right. You know, yeah. just like, you know, windshield time talk. You yep. know, just like yep. letting it flow. Now I feel like I'm having a meeting with you. <laughs> right. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel as <laughs> as friendly and cozy as it's felt before. And I'm like, here's the documents. I have <laughs> yeah. And sl- like sliding sliding all of your documents over to if me. I'd like to look at the document I have prepared for you. I'll slide it across the table. <laughs> okay, so so in my segment of check it out, we've got Albanco, and then I also wanted to add uh, a couple a couple things for um they're they're just kind of kind of random things okay so one is i went fishing tuesday on tuesday i went i have uh this friend of mine he's in his 70s probably one of my best friends his name's jim brown i can say that over the waves here because he doesn't even like have a cell phone shout out to jim brown (laughs) you don't even know yep and so so jim brown is he's been one of my best friends for like 10 years and Mm -hmm. uh because he's getting a little older he needs people to go with him when he when he goes fishing he he doesn't necessarily say that but he kind of like alludes to hey i haven't been out in a while so i'm like all right well i'm gonna take an afternoon off i've been working a lot of evenings so i'm gonna take an afternoon off and i'm gonna i'm gonna come out with you and so my wife and i went out but a couple things i i realized um, I hadn't been out fishing in a while, and fishing is one of my favorite pastimes, but I hadn't been out in a while, and I've lost a ton of weight since the last time I had been fishing. So you don't have to have, like, fishing clothes, right? You can just wear a T-shirt or whatever, but it was mm-hmm. super, I don't know if you remember, Tuesday was, like, 106 or something. It was one yeah. of the hottest days we've had this year, mm-hmm. and I burn easy. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted a long sleeve um, have you ever heard the Jim Gaffigan joke about him being by the pool? Cause he was like a really white kid and he's like swimming in the pool in my long sleeve sun shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed my long sleeve sun shirt, but uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't have any more cause my wife got rid of the ones that were too big. So I had to go buy one. All of this to be said, I also could not find my, like, like this all sounds very, uh, posh like i i need to have like like water shoes of some sort right but i'm not going to take my work shoes i don't have a ton of shoes okay but i i had bought a pair of shoes specifically oh man all of this sounds way too posh as i'm saying this out loud i'm I'm kind of mad that i'm sharing it but it's okay it's fine i bought a pair of trail runner shoes okay for the sole purpose of antelope hunting (laughs) <laughs> and so this is it sounds so weird but antelope hunting with with a bow is my, one of my favorite pastimes mm-hmm. very difficult mm-hmm. um they they kind of sit out in the middle of fields mm-hmm. and that's their protection they don't hide and they're the second fastest land mammal on the planet i think cheetah is the only land mammal faster than them and so these um uh antelope uh, their nickname is Speed Goat. They sit out, you know, in the middle of the field, and their protection is just like we're going to see you coming from a mile away, and we're going to just you. we're just going to run. I see you so here. fast. Mm-hmm. So you do a lot of crawling, and also this is in August when you're doing it, so it's hot. And so I figured like the best shoes for this, rather than like my normal like hot heavy hunting boots, would be like a pair of like trail runner shoes. Okay. 
I'm saying all of this to say that's the only shoes I had that I felt comfortable, you know, ruining. I thought I was going to ruin them kind of in the river, but they're trail runner. They're supposed to be like, oh, you could get them wet and muddy. Yeah. Okay. The shoe company is called I-N-O-V number eight. Okay. Innovate. Okay. Right. You following me? I-N-O-V eight. Innovate. And they're somewhere over in Europe. I'm not sure where they're at. I don't even know how I found this company. And they sold me through their advertising. It's some kind of weird graphene. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know all the technique. <laughs> but what I can tell you is the most comfortable shoes okay. that I've ever worn. Okay. Hunt, uh, not hunting, fishing the river. And so what we do with Jim is he takes his riverboat out and then we just kind of pull off on the side of the river and we walk along the shore and, and fish. So it's, it's, it's essentially shore fishing. Mm-hmm. Even though we have a boat, he doesn't really like fishing from the boat. And his boat isn't the greatest for doing that anyway. So we just go to these spots where you, you couldn't get to unless you had a boat. Mm-hmm. And then you just fish from the shore. And so the shore ends uh-huh. up being like kind of muddy. You, you walk in the water a little bit. I wanted to walk in the water because, I, because of my hearing loss, I can't hear rattlesnakes. So it's best for me just to walk where they're not at, which would be in the water. They're typically, I mean, yes, there are rattlesnakes in the water. I've seen them, but typically they're they're not going to attack you in the water. You'll see them coming a little bit easier than when they're hiding in the grass. Mm -hmm. So I spent most of the time when we were in the boat walking along the edge of the water and stuff. And now I've, uh, I brought the shoes, you know, back with me. I didn't leave them out there. <laughs> I don't know why that part's important to the story. But when I got home, I just took the, the insoles out and set them out. And then since then, I've just kind of wiped them off a little bit. They're, they're st- I, I tried them back on. They're still, like, in great shape. And so anyway, I wanted people to check out this company, in- Innovate. Innovate Shoes. If you're into <laughs> trail running... Okay. Which I'm not. I'm not into trail running. I'm not into anything that ends with running. Right. Um, but they're for outdoors, athletic-ish activity, and they're durable. They're, they, they seem rather durable. I haven't used them a ton. I used them a little bit while I was turkey hunting. Uh-huh. Um, and then, and then uh, on the warmer days for turkey hunting. Because they're just, they don't, they're, they're only, you know, like a normal size tennis shoe or running shoe or anything like that. And... And yeah, and so (laughs) that's actually when I said, hey, we should have a new segment for Check It Out is because I just wanted to tell, I wanted to scream from a mountain how amazing these shoes were. And this is the only platform I have. So check out Innovate. Again, this, I hope this doesn't sound like an advertisement to anybody. Like yeah. really, we're not trying to advertise anything. It's just cool things that we've checked out and Innovate, Innovate was it. Like I, yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, because I mean, if, if we had written like a commercial for it, it would be like, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't tell people that you had specific antelope hunting shoes. <laughs> right, right. They, they actually, if they hear this podcast, they'd be like, please don't tell people you're hunting antelopes with, yeah. an- antelopes with these. Yeah. yeah. I got the, I got these no name shoes to trash. In the- <laughs> yeah. Well, and I didn't get them. I just, I was hoping that they would, uh, they would work out and they would, um, Last, last quite a bit. And it seems like they will. If people can run like hundreds of miles through mountains and, and all of this stuff with, it, it's got to last me a couple seasons, a couple years antelope hunting and crawling around. That's kind of the, the mentality I went with. Cool. Innovate. Um, Innovate. Check them out. They're yeah. from somewhere in Europe. Yeah, somewhere <laughs> in Europe. Yeah. But I know if you just put in I-N-O-V-8 into like Instagram or something like that, they'll, they'll, they'll come right up. They'll come right up. And I think I found them through my other check it out. 
um, which is a YouTube channel called uh, Stephen Drake or Stephen Drake Photography. Mm -hmm. And the reason I I'm remembering now the reason I found this company is because he was doing this uh, shoe review and he used Innovates for antelope hunting. Oh. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness. I was already thinking along these lines that like a trail runner shoe would be like really cool for this. And he had already, he had already done that. Like I wasn't an original, I thought I was an original thinker, but I wasn't. He had already thought of that. Well, this guy, Stephen Drake, he does a lot of, have you ever heard of shed hunting, Joe? No. Okay. So um, every year, uh, elk and deer, uh, white-tailed muley deer, they lose their antlers. Okay. Those are essentially called sheds. They're oh. shed antlers. Okay. Oh. So they shed them off. And then um, this time of year, already they're starting to grow back. Uh, getting ready. And so the, the reason that animals grow antlers is for mating season, right? To, to fight off other males. And also to, I'm assuming, to impress the females. But mainly to fight off other, other males. And they spend a lot of energy. So the females, they're going to spend a lot of their energy on growing babies this time of year. Mm -hmm. The males, they're growing antlers. That's what they're spending a lot of their calorie um, intake on is growing antlers. So anyway, there is officially people that, um, and I know some of the people listening right now aren't, aren't, they know this, but I'm explaining, I'm explaining this for the people that don't know it. People do this for a profession. They shed hunt. And they go out and they, they go to these particular wintering areas where the elk will uh, winter and they will look for these dropped antlers and they, they pick them up. And so this guy, Stephen Drake, he has tons of videos for people to look at that are like, this is how you can shed hunt. This is where you go look. This is what I do. This is how many miles I put on. These are the boots I use, you know, whatever. Oh, gotcha. And he's just this, a really great photographer that's that's done some crazy like mountain goat, sheep, mm -hmm. you know, all, all these like up in the huge, you know, 14,000 feet up in the air in Alaska, you know, whatever. I'd done some really cool hunts and I, I just found them that way. And then, yeah, I kind of found these shoes and with the sheds. And so you might be asking yourself, well, what do they do with these antlers? <laughs> what are they doing with the antlers? <laughs> yeah. So they can get them. So, so there's, a, there's a whole new market uh, that, that just emerged over the last few years. But it used to be, it was just kind of over in the, the far east they would use um, uh, ground-up antlers as an aphrodisiac. Mm -hmm. So uh, you'll find, like, you know, shark fins, different things like that. And so they, they have these rare things that they use. They grind them up, and they, they I don't know if they drink them in tea or what. But then also, uh, more recently than that, they uh, use antlers for decorations. So a lot of times you see, like, the lamps and the... Mm -hmm you know, bed frames and different things made out of antlers. And then even more recently, um, some of the best chew toys for your dogs. Oh. Are, are antlers off of, off of uh, you know, elk or deer or whatever. And so these guys will get these big antlers and they'll cut them up into chunks and then sell them uh, for, for people to use for chew toys for their, for their dogs. Interesting. Okay. And then many people that also hunt, they just keep the sheds. They don't, <laughs> they don't sell them or anything. They have piles and piles and piles of sheds. But uh, I went one time, I went out to uh, a couple seasons ago. I'm a disabled vet. And with that, you can get some special hunting uh, privileges, uh, not through the state of Montana, but there's organizations that help vets get on, on hunts to make sure that they can get out and get hunting. And I was, 
lucky enough, blessed enough to, to be able to be put on this hunt on uh, the largest landowners in the state of Montana. And I, I went out there, uh, the Wilkes brothers is what they're called. Um, some of the wealthiest people in the United States actually, <laughs> and went out to their land and I was allowed to get two cow elk. It was a, a, a amazing for my family to be able to put two elk in the freezer. Like that is huge. But it was really cool to meet like the ranch manager and, and, you know, just drive around. And I saw thousands and thousands and thousands of elk, like more elk than I've ever seen, probably put together in my life. I saw in those two days I was out there, Whoa. but they, they're more protective of the sheds out there, the antlers out there than they are mm-hmm. even of the animals. Um, the, the Wilkes brothers let them keep the antlers as the, the people that work the ranch Mm -hmm. and they throw their Christmas party based off the sales of just the antlers. Oh, and they, they, they get, they get almost into six figures. Oh my goodness. In the amount of antlers that they're able to, to get out there. So their Christmas party is really good. Yeah. Their Christmas party is really good. Do you think they need music for this Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) They they might need music. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get a hold of him out there. It's going to figure uh, out the Wilkes brothers music tastes are I'll figure yep. figure it out yeah send them a hey man uh. <laughs> you guys you guys need any music out there i can help you out yeah yeah i mean you, should, you don't want to have a six-figure christmas party with no music or some, <laughs> some and DJ. i don't and i don't want to say that that they spend all the money on the christmas party i just know that they you know they fully mm-hmm. fund the christmas party just through antlers if that makes sense right um, oh it does i'm just they, gonna yeah like what I'm going to remember is a hundred thousand dollar Christmas party. <laughs> Christmas party. Just, yeah. I'm like, yeah, bro, I would work there. Yeah. Where are they at? Uh, it's over by Lewistown, Montana. Okay. So Lewistown, about Montana. Hundred ish miles away. What are you? What are we talking? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Lewistown's another one of those little gem towns, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. It absolutely is. So yeah. real quick, real quick, uh, whatever we're going to call these things, you should check this this little ring a ring a dinger out. <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse when i try to just like come up with something yeah 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 but uh it's that dash in you know so the dash in uh they're famous or they advertise that they have these wagon wheel hamburgers right there that little uh turtle on the sign or whatever and it's just a little locally owned fast food joint kind of reminds me of sonic because they have like drive up yeah, yeah places yeah, yeah. or whatever but the best thing i ever ate there was their um chicken sandwich with like on sourdough mm. oh my god it was like the best thing i ever ate like and i've eaten at some really posh places you know and i was just like oh, i'll try your chicken sandwich because i wasn't in the mood for their famous burger and i was like this is like the best thing i've ever eaten so <laughs> so, so good. i get intrigued by food i love food mm-hmm. all right so are we talking grilled or fried god you know what it was I gotta say, it had to have been grilled. If I feel like there was some char on there, mm. and, and then I just want to say it was that really nice sourdough toast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. with a little bacon, mm-hmm. with a little uh, cheese melted on there. Oh, yeah, with talking little, my language. With a little lettuce and tomato, you know, just yeah. somewhere in there. Oh yeah. my god, and we should go get one real okay. soon, like yeah. real soon. You know, maybe that could be a fun thing. We should do a field trip. I mean, not too far. So I was I was actually going to talk to you about a field trip because I have three people I want to get on the fo- podcast that are in Bozeman, Montana. Ooh, I mean, Bozeman is going to be real easy to talk the wife into. 
you know. So it would be easy. Yeah, really easy. Okay. She went to school there. Oh, you know, okay. Go whatever cats. You know the bobcats. <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm really. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't say that. I'm. You know. I, in Montana, I play music at sport bars. I don't really watch the games. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well, you can so, say I could say I could say whatever cats if I was in like a grizzly bar or whatever. Right, if, <laughs> they'd yeah. be like, "This guy's funny. We like this guy." <laughs> yeah, and so for all of you outside of Montana <laughs> listeners that don't watch collegiate football, it is mm-hmm. the biggest thing in Montana. You are either it's a the most important thing bobcat fan <laughs> or a grizz fan. There's only two types of people. Yeah, <laughs> yep. You're either a grizz or a cat. And they, nobody likes people like Joe and I. No, or there's like the weird one percenters that are like Carroll College fans, but we don't even pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, those people get like drowned out by the other people. Just what are you talking about? Like Boo, screaming. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah. You, cats, cats. What did you say? Cats. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's a. It's not an inside joke, but it's definitely a Montana. Yeah. Montana thing, which all, all states have very similar things, uh, the yeah. rivalries and things like that. And so the, the Bobcats are in Bozeman, the, the Grizzlies are over in Missoula, mm-hmm. and there are two state colleges that are, are rivals, and they go back and forth, and they have one game a year where they play each other. And It's like the biggest thing. Yeah. That yeah. Anyone, like, I kind of want to go to one just because I feel like everyone that I know would be there, you know? Yep. Like, that's why I go to any sporting event, actually, locally. I, I love our players. Like, you know, you're doing a good job. Like, I, I, lo- <laughs> I love that we have local sports. Um, I'm just not, like, a sports guy. I don't, you know, whatever. And, but when I do go, I'm just like, man, hey, it's like everyone I've ever met in my whole life. You know? <laughs> it's all right there. <laughs> all yeah. right here. Grabbing a hot dog, standing next to me at the urinal. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Yep. <laughs> Bob, yep. Bobcats. See, I did that. <laughs> and so so yeah we'll have to plan we'll have to plan a trip down to bozeman okay. um you know maybe get like an airbnb or something and uh there's a there's a chef out there in bozeman that does uh some seasoning called tex-mex or montana mex i'm sorry montana mex uh-huh. it's amazing and his name's uh chef eduardo garcia and i really think that he would uh be on the podcast with us he's way more famous than we are um, but I would really like to to reach out to him. Uh, he has a, an amazing story, and he's from Mexico, but he's in Montana, and he makes this. Uh, he makes, like, uh, avocado oil and barbecue sauce and ketchup. They're all this Montana Mex style. And then a couple different mm-hmm. seasonings. I use the jalapeno seasoning almost every morning on my eggs. It's It's amazing. It's really good. Okay. And I'm not trying to tell anybody to check it out, but if you want to. Yeah, go ahead. You should check that jazz out. (laughs) Just checking it out. Whatever. (laughs) Check out Montana Mex. And then, uh, yeah, there's a few other people. I I know a photographer over there and and, and some different people that I think would just be really cool just to, Mm -hmm. they've really gotten after it. And, yeah, they just all happen to be in Bozeman. And I figured if we went to them, it'd be way easier to say, could you be on our podcast if we come to you? Then can you drive to Great Falls and be on our podcast for free? Maybe we could do like bam, 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 like three in a row or whatever. That'd be awesome. right. That would make us look like super efficient, mm-hmm. which we are. Yep. We are absolutely super efficient. We are at, I don't know if you can see the time, so I'm going to let you know. We're at one hour and 11 minutes already. It has not felt like we've been doing that, doing this for that long. Dang. Yeah. So I think it's about time that we wrap things up. I, I just want to make sure yeah. that we cover everything that we, we meant to cover. Well, let's move to the summary 
portion, definitely. Let's see if we have missed anything. Um, I mean, I mean, there's a million things that I want people to go check out. We've covered a couple of those. That's going to be a new segment we're working on. We had no interview today because um, our um, lovable rogue of a friend is being a little microphone shy, but he'll get over that. You know, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll trick him onto we'll, here one time. We'll massage his whatever needs massaging. I'll leave that. I'll leave that part to you. Yes, you know what I mean. We go back a little ways. So. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, we'll we'll try to work on that. But we, yeah, we wanted. So it actually just ends up that this episode is a whole new feature because we really just wanted just like a couple minutes of check it out. These are the things that we've been doing. It ends up being like the whole episode. Mm-hmm. But what we hope is that this encourages you to don't just get stuck in the same old thing. Yeah, like check mean, out some new shoes. Check out a new brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, spend some money locally. And as we're we're talking, you know, we've got listeners in Belgium and all across the United States. Thanks, and Belgium. so, if you can't check out stuff right here in Montana, definitely check out stuff that uh, is near you, that's local, and is and is somebody getting after it. Help support them and yeah. encourage them along. Yeah, it's fun just to experience. You just go chat them up, you know, mm-hmm. ask them what they're doing. Everyone that's getting doing their thing loves talking about it. So, you know, even if you're like, you know, it's been the pandemic, man. You're like not used to getting out there and talking to people. And it's kind of, you know, you're a little gun shy. Well, one of the easiest things is to go out there. That's just something new, something local and go out. And if there's, you know, if the, if the owner is working there, which sometimes, you know, a lot of the times they are, if it's a new business, they'll be in there, you know, schlepping the drinks or whatever mm-hmm. the heck the business is. Go in there and just ask them about it. Strike them up in a conversation and um, just see where it leads you, you know, because who knows it could just be a cool conversation you might make a friend you might talk your way into a cool job you know with one of these people that just you know they're just starting up everyone's looking for somebody (laughs) so you know you could be um you know just follow follow your interest you know if it looks interesting to you just go on in there just just go chat up that friggin' tattoo artist that looks all weird and kind of surly but you know they're probably super polite people that just want to you know stick your flesh with Pointing needles of ink. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not all of them. But, <laughs> but yeah, so so that's gonna be that's gonna be it for us today with with the Get After a Podcast. Please please remember, uh, we appreciate you. Mm. We really do. However you found us, we're thankful that you found us. We're glad you're listening again. We hoped you liked Gabriel. Next week, tune in for Greg Meisner and uh, be able to hear what's going on in, in his world and a few more check it outs. Mm-hmm. Check, check out this jazz. Go check this thing out. Whatever that, that segment's going to be get, called. Get a load of this. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I like that. Yeah. Get a load of this. Get a load of this jazz. Yeah. And then we'll have to have some jazz music playing <laughs> for that. Get a load of this jazz, it and just, we have some jazz music playing. It, it's like it creates itself. It does. Right? It does. And, and I want to also just thank, from last week, Gabriel. How interesting was he? Oh, it was great. Like, did we go down some crazy rabbit holes or what? We totally did. And then even after we, we stopped recording, That's I think right. we spent another 20 or 30 minutes yeah. uh, talking with him as well. We so. couldn't shut it off. Yep. Like, damn it, we shouldn't even... We should have just kept recording. Yeah, whatever. We could have done the second podcast. We could have got another hour very easily and and got another podcast out of it. Yeah, so thanks, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. You're a cool person. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have him him on again, for sure. 
but yeah, I want to thank everyone for listening too. You know, we appreciate you guys as we grow. Um, you know, give us give us some feedback. You know, we listen to it. You know, we we take it to heart. And if we mess something up, you know, we're human. We'll we'll come back the next week and we'll own up to it. You know, if we if we uh, get a name wrong or we make somebody uncomfortable, and you know, just reach out and and say, hey man, this let us know. We we like the interaction. You know, Absolutely. We, we like the honest interaction because it just shows you care. And I mean, man, if you're listening, that was cool that you listened and found that little thing that maybe we, we could work on. So um, until next week, you know, I hope, I hope you get after it. And uh, I'm going to try to get after it. My name is Joe. My name is Brian. <laughs>